When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to the third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck in NYC, Clay out in Nashville, Tennessee. And as promised, we have with us right now the governor of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis. So, Governor, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, We've got so many things to ask you. We'll just jump right in with the special session, Governor, because I'm here in New York and we are in the midst of a showdown between New York City government and public sector workers, NYPD and FDNY, most notably fire and police who don't want to get the shot. Now, that's public sector, but there's also obviously private sector mandates going into effect. You in Florida are calling together a special legislative session coming up here. What do you hope to accomplish and why are you doing this? In Florida, we want you to be able to work and earn a living without regards to these jabs. Uh, This jab should not uh, condition whether or not you're able to continue with employment. I think it's a personal decision. And certainly for the, the public sector workers like cops and firefighters who've been out for the whole time in COVID, uh, exposing themselves if need be. Most of them have had COVID and recovered by now. But even with the private sector employees, it's very, very important that they be given these protections as well. Look, I'm not a mandate guy uh, generally, but this vaccine is not preventing transmission or it's not preventing infection. Uh, the basically the benefit has been on reducing severity, um, you know, which is great. Uh, but the idea that you're going to mandate this and that's going to make a, a big difference in terms of this is just not not accurate. So it's anti-science. They don't recognize natural immunity. They don't honor the traditional religious exemptions that, that most people have been honoring with other vaccines. And so we need to make sure people are able to keep their jobs. And so we're going to look to protect protect both private and public sector workers. Governor DeSantis, this is Clay. First of all, thanks for everything that you've done, because Buck and I, as you know, have wanted to pull our hair out as we have seen so many idiot politicians making idiot choice after idiot choice. 
and what you guys have done and been so revolutionary is just look at the data and make rational choices. And I want to share, I'm sure you've got way better access to data than I do, but I'm looking right now at the New York Times database for overall COVID infection rates. You have in the state of Florida the absolute lowest COVID rate of infection anywhere in the country. States like California that have been praised throughout the heavens nearly triple the rate that you have. New York way higher, over double the rate that you have. There's been almost no media coverage of the declining number of cases in Florida despite no mask mandate, no COVID vaccine mandate. How unfair is that to the American public, the way that the media has covered your state and your administration? Well, I think that's what's to be expected. I mean, we we have a very partisan, uh, fact-free corporate press in this country. And when Donald Trump was president, every single COVID infection was his fault. Since Biden has taken over, they say that Biden, they never blame Biden. They never hold him accountable for anything, even though he campaigned saying he would actually shut down the virus. So that's what they're going to do. They, they use it to attack their political opponents. And then they're silent when you do see uh, outbreaks in parts of the country where they like the politicians. But I think most people see through this by now. I think that they understand that, that this is something that follows a, a regional and seasonal pattern. The South has more of a summer season, so now we're on the on the back end of that. Other places will have uh, peaks in 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 the, in the north in the winter. So the question is is are you going to destroy your society uh, to try to, quote, stop something that these restrictions are not going to stop? And so our view is you protect people's right to work, their freedoms, people's businesses, and then do whatever you can to help folks with COVID. And we did what we found in the summer was people didn't have access or they didn't know about the early treatment, even though there's early treatment available. So we launched a bunch of monoclonal antibody sites, raised awareness, and that helped contribute to a, a stunning collapse in our hospital census. I think we're on like day 70, 70 straight days with a declining hospital census. And people were able to get this and it basically helped them get over it. And so we've just tried to take a science-based approach, uh, but certainly we have jettisoned a fear-based approach and we do not govern based on hysteria. We're speaking to Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. Uh, Governor, it's Buck. I, I want to ask you about the law enforcement issue, if I can, which ties into COVID, obviously. You have right now thousands of NYPD officers on unpaid leave here in New York. Similar situation played out. We have people listening all across the country in their cities where career law enforcement officers lost their jobs. You got some attention for your state recently by, or there was attention on your state for this $5,000 signing bonus that's supposed to be, I believe, appropriated and then next year could be paid. But what is Florida doing? What has it been doing to recruit law enforcement officers who are dissatisfied for a number of reasons with how they're being treated for political reasons across the country? And also, what has Florida been doing overall to try to turn the trend in the other direction for what has been a national crime wave over the last 18 months? Well, first of all, summer of 2020, BLM, Antifa riots, I called out the National Guard. I backed law enforcement 100%. I never bought in to the anti-law enforcement nonsense. And so people knew in Florida that, that I had their back and they appreciated that. Uh, but what we've seen over the last year, budgets have been slashed. The community hasn't provided support for officers in places like Seattle and Portland and Minneapolis and the whole whole nine yards of all these different cities. And so we think we have a historic 
historic opportunity in Florida to look around the country, see how low morale is, and say, you know what, if you come to Florida, you'll have a better quality of life, which is important, uh, but you're going to be uh, treated with respect, you're going to be valued here, because we're a law and order state, and in order to help facilitate very experienced and talented people to relocate to Florida, we are going to be offering a $5,000 signing bonus. Now, that will apply anyone outside the state that has experience that, that comes and moves. It will also actually apply to some of our young people here in Florida who choose law enforcement as a career because I think the way these uh, officers have been put through the ringer with the corporate press always being demonized, it's not something that as many people think is worth doing, and you can understand that. So we want to make sure that our folks who are growing up here in Florida that are talented also will consider it. So I think well, we're already one of the top law enforcement states, but I can tell you the chatter across this country for folks that are dissatisfied with how they're being treated, and as you said, for a number of reasons. I mean, I think it's a, it's a terrible that you'd fire a police officer over a vaccine mandate. These people have been out on the street the whole time, um, but there's so many other reasons why people are dissatisfied and while morale is low. You come to Florida, yeah, you'll get the signing bonus, and that's important. People want to be paid, but honestly, it's more important as a signal to know that Florida's got your back, and I think we're going to have number one in the country uh, for law enforcement, and we're going to be proud of that. We're talking to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor, you've seen an unbelievable number of people moving to the state of Florida. I saw a viral video of Don Lemon, who's one of your top critics, taking a vacation in Florida, which, of course, was uh, was ironic, not wearing a mask, mind you. Uh, what are you seeing about the people who are moving into Florida and voting with their feet effectively for the freedoms, as you've said, an oasis of freedom in the state of Florida right now? November 2018, I got elected governor in Florida. There were 280,000 more registered Democrats than Republicans in the state of Florida. As we stand here today, that number has dwindled to about 3,000. And it very well may be right now, it takes about another week to get October's numbers. We actually very well right now may have more registered Republicans and Democrats, which would be the first time in the history of the state of Florida that that was the case. And so the pace that we're seeing uh, is one that by next year's gubernatorial election, we could have 50, 100,000 more registered Republicans uh, than Democrats, which uh, if you would ask, if you would have predicted that two, three years ago, people would have said there's no way. How excited, by the way, are you for that opportunity to run next year? You just talked about maybe having more Republican voters. How excited are you to get out on the campaign trail and be able to put your record on the line in 22? Oh, I think it'll be, it's going to be fun because when I ran in 18, a lot of people didn't know me. I was one congressman out of 27 in a state of 22 million people. Well, now people know, they know all the stuff that we've done and it'll be fun to be able to, to talk more about some of the things that don't even get any press attention, which have been very, very significant. But I can tell you this, and I don't know what it's, I mean, I, I was governor for a, a year basically before COVID. We did a lot of great things. People were excited with a lot of stuff we've done, but since COVID, the personal connection you have with people because they look to me and they say, thank you for saving my job. 
thank you for saving my business. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had my kids in school. All these things that are very personal to people, uh, and I was one that was standing with them and making sure that that they were protected, even when it wasn't necessarily the thing that the media wanted to do. And so I think people understand in Florida that um, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Uh, everything I promised, I've done. I've 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 fulfilled my campaign promises from from four years ago or three years ago. Uh, and then if there's ever a time where the chips are down and you need someone to get your back, they know I'll have their back. One last one for your governor. There's a big race today in uh, Virginia between Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin, as you well know. Parents' involvement in their children's education, parents' rights more generally at the center of that very hotly contested and nationally watched uh, political race. What are you doing in Florida? What does it mean to be protecting the rights of parents when it comes to the schooling their kids are getting and just more broadly the involvement they want to have in their children's lives? Well, we believe in providing education, but they should not be subject to leftist indoctrination. And so we banned critical race theory uh, earlier this year. We're going to do something in the next legislative session to make sure parents can enforce that to make sure that we have a good, solid curriculum and we're not going down the road of treating people different on the basis of race. Uh, we've also done a lot to elevate American civics because I think it's important that people understand what this country's about. And yes, I reject the view of the Democrat candidate in Virginia and the teachers unions that say parents, you know, don't have a right to be involved in what their kids are learning in Florida. We believe parents are at the center of that. Uh, and that, that covers a whole host of issues, not just things like critical race theory. I signed a strong parents bill of rights earlier this year, but we're going to do some more to strengthen it further because ultimately, uh, parents know what's best for their kids. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, sir, appreciate you make the time for us. Thanks for being here. Take care. Bye-bye. Clay, we'll come back into that Virginia race because it is the news of the day. Fingers but, crossed, Buck. Oh, we got to win this one. I, I, really hope, I really hope I'm going to be cracking open a, you know, diet creamsicle Shasta later tonight, you know, <laughs> whatever whatever I got in the fridge, something like that. So I don't even know if they make that anymore. We'll come back to that, though, in a second. How far away is another market correction that messes with the value of your IRA account and leaves you unprotected again? Protect your IRA and your savings account by having a portion of what you've worked hard to save with gold. Buying and owning gold is easier and more convenient than ever thanks to companies like the Oxford Gold Group. Earlier this year, I bought gold from them and I had it delivered to my home. Simple as that. The security that comes from having your own gold, that feeling you have, you know, it's going to hold its value. Well, that's second to none. So if you think buying real gold is complicated, my friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you. You can have real gold delivered to your home or have real gold as part of your IRA. It's just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Hope you do it for yourself this week. It's important. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on Prize Picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Our thanks to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You can make sure that you hear that if you just missed that interview on Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. That was really interesting, Buck, that he mentioned that For a long time, there have been way more registered Democrats in the state of Florida than there have been Republicans. And we've talked a lot about the COVID impact of how it can make the red redder and the blue bluer. And he said he expects to have a pretty substantial advantage in the state of Florida for Republicans by the time next year's governor's race comes to be, which is really kind of intriguing to think about Florida becoming so much more red because of Ron DeSantis's leadership and how much different the country would look. We've talked about this on the show before. If Andrew Gillum had actually ended up getting elected the governor of Florida, he would have been following the lead of the Newsoms and the uh, and the Cuomos of the world and trying to lock down the state of Florida. 
which would have been totally different. Same thing, by the way, I think if Stacey Abrams had beaten Brian Kemp in Georgia, two states that have helped to return some form of normalcy to our country earlier than otherwise would have happened. Your governor vote matters. Go vote for Glenn Youngkin now. Matters a lot. I think people understand more than they have in a long time that the way these things, uh, the way these things can manifest in your day to day lives can be profound. I mean, when I mean, I, I had the experience of going from extreme lockdown, New York and in, in the in the heart of the pandemic, I mean, the center yes. of the pandemic, you know, the grip of it and then going down to uh, to not Virginia to uh, Florida. Yeah. And all of a sudden experiencing where just, your brothers were, they were like, yes. hey, we've got freedom here. Come visit my two my two brothers who live down there and are loving the sunshine, the Second Amendment friendliness and the tax treatment. Uh, they invited me to come down. I would visit them. And I spent I went down to Florida probably more during the pandemic than any other time in my life. And you just go down there and all of a sudden it was like there was this anxiety that you could feel that just was less with people. It wasn't perfect. Yep. There was still COVID. There was a little bit of sort of the social distancing, uh, you know, mantra up in some places. But people weren't maniacal about it. And I mean, in New York, they've been maniacal. And I've always said this. I've never actually what's amazing to me. I've never seen either per, personally interact with this or, or seen someone else have to deal with. It's never been a senior citizen who are much greater risk of COVID. Yes. Who are, the, who are the ones that are the like the mask fascists? You. Yes. It's always some, you know, 30 to 45 year old who watches too much MSNBC who's like, where's your second mask? By the way, whatever happened to second masks, Clay? Now they're saying <laughs> we have to mask. You've noticed they've dropped the second mask. Why not? Do they not take the virus seriously? It's all so arbitrary, stupid and useless. That's the worst part. It doesn't even do. And because of Florida. We can actually know that because of Florida, we can make that case. Yes. And and I really do think without Ron DeSantis, everything looks different in this country because he took a lot of slings and arrows by looking at the data and making rational decisions and trying to keep his state open. Speaking of rational decisions, we want to update you with what's going on in Capitol Hill Joe Manchin continues to say that he's not going to support the reconciliation plan. Uh, and here is cut 15. He's continued to talk all day today. That's a direct blow, by the way, at Terry McAuliffe. Here's what Manchin had to say. Throughout the last three months, I've been straightforward about my con concerns that I will not support a reconciliation package that expands social programs and irresponsibly adds to our $29 trillion in national debt that no one seems to really care about or even talk about. <laughs> Nor will I support a package that risks hurting American families suffering from historic inflation. He's Since not, not going to do it, Clay. I mean, he's, at this point, the walk back would be too humiliating and, and politically unpalatable for him. And I will say, and may, maybe this is entirely naive, obviously this is a lot being driven by the political realities that Manchin faces West Virginia, but maybe he also believes this at some level. Like, maybe he is worried about inflation getting really bad and hurting the people of not just West Virginia, but the U.S. It's possible. I know that so, seems so naive. It, but It makes me wonder also if he hates Terry McAuliffe because he decided <laughs> to come out and do this on the day before the election. There's all this reporting, Buck, that McAuliffe has been calling Nancy Pelosi obsessively saying, hey, please pass this bill, these bills. I need some ammunition out on the trail. You guys are killing me. We'll continue to talk about the big race in Virginia. But first, want to make sure that we can protect you online with ExpressVPN. 
They will get you hooked up with a virtual private network. Makes you virtually anonymous online. Shields your identity. Keeps all the big tech companies from selling your data. That's how they make all of their money. And it's incredibly easy to use ExpressVPN. You don't need any technical skills. Just fire up the app. Tap one button to connect. How do you do it? Protect yourself with the VPN we use and trust. You can use my link, expressvpn.com slash clay today, and get an extra three months for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash clay. Visit expressvpn.com slash clay to learn more. Sign up today and stop letting big tech take advantage of you. Anonymize yourself now with expressvpn.com slash clay. what we won't do what we won't do is teach our children to view everything through a lens of race where we divide them into buckets and one group's an oppressor and one other group's a victim and they pit them against each other and we steal their dreams we will not be a commonwealth of dream stealers welcome back to the clay and buck show there you had glenn youngkin he's making his final appeals to the voters of the great state of virginia which is going to decide In the hours ahead today, who the next governor will be. I should also note that in New York City, we haven't spent much time on this today. There is a mayor's race, too, which could be quite consequential because New York City has gone through a really rough period during covid and is in the midst of a showdown between the vaccine mandate mayor de Blasio and public sector workers, police and fire, notably thousands and thousands of them who will not who are not showing up for their jobs. Mayor's race in New York likely to go to uh, Eric Adams, uh, African-American former police captain who is considered a moderate Democrat ish on some of these issues Uh, on police, though. He's not anti. He's not openly avowedly anti police. So it could be worse in New York City. Curtis Slee was the Republican candidate running against him. I'm going to try to run over to my polling place when we're done with the show here. And, of course, I'll probably have to double mask and wear goggles and all that because it's New York and everyone's complaining. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear a hazmat suit not, to not vote as in New much York masking. City now, right? They're really va- New York is vaccine territory. The masks, they're a little more lax on. Vegas, I'm still angry about. I love the people of Vegas. I'm still angry about the Vegas city government making you mask in a casino. I mean, that's just wrong, man. That's just wrong. Well, do you remember I landed when I was going and, like, the masks were following me wherever I went? I landed in Vegas, got there with my wife. We walked around in the casinos. I was like, hey, do you want to get out and, you know, kind of go get some late dinner, walk around some? Got there at like 8.30. At midnight, they flipped the switch and you had to have a mask. Suddenly, everyone was patrolling the casinos, making everybody put their masks on at midnight. So from 8.30 to midnight, you were fine. Anywhere in the casinos, anywhere in Vegas, anywhere shopping malls, then boom, everybody has to have masks. What you don't realize, Clay, is that the COVID was waiting until midnight. And then the moment it reveal itself, you know, all the, it jumped out. It's like, uh, the aliens and, and aliens, you know, it comes out of the uh, out of the air ducts. Uh, so here's uh, here's what we're going to see in Virginia uh, today. Uh, first of all, the possible downfall of the Democrat narrative right now that they can actually do a good job at governance because Terry McAuliffe is running on a classic DNC. The usual talking points, the usual stuff doesn't seem to be going that well. And I mean, he's saying he's made some really Big missteps in the end, just to give some folks a reminder. I mean, here he is yesterday. Now, keep in mind, the the progression on CRT, on critical race theory teaching, has gone from earlier this year, they were saying, 
There is no CRT in schools. Then they said to parents, and everybody bring this up, Clay, you don't know what CRT is, or it's not CRT that you're seeing. Then that didn't work. And then they said, okay, fine, you've proven there is CRT, but you're only angry about it because you're racist, right? This is the way it's gone. Parents have not reacted well to that. But Terry McAuliffe doubled down with it yesterday where he's saying, Anybody who doesn't want their kid being taught that they're either an oppressor or a victim, they're hearing that racist dog whistle. What bothers me to my core is what this man is doing. He's dividing parents against parents, parents against school boards. He's using your children as political pawns in his campaign. It is a racist dog whistle. Folks, we are better than that. We will not have that hatred here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Terry McAuliffe isn't better than anything. I'll tell you that. This guy is gross, Clay. I love that racist dog whistle is basically just uh, an excuse to help cover up Terry McAuliffe's outright racism. Because there's no dog whistle involved when you say, hey, we've got too many white teachers. That's racism. There's no dog whistle involved when you claim that Glenn Youngkin is trying to ban uh, books by black authors which is what he claimed without any merit, all of what McAuliffe is doing down the stretch run is appealing to the worst of the voters of Virginia, and thankfully he's losing. And here's the question, Buck. How quickly will the Democrats turn on Terry McAuliffe and try to argue if he loses that Virginia was an aberration, he ran a bad campaign it's not there's going to try I think they'll try to spin this. He ran a bad campaign. It's not reflective of larger issues. Virginia was just a uniquely bad candidate and he didn't run a good campaign because they're going to, they don't want the message to be sent, "Oh, this is the first of the red wave." They're going to try to distinguish as soon as if he loses, they're going to throw him to the wolves and claim, well, he did a bad job in the debate. He didn't handle uh, parental involvement in schools correctly. They will claim that he's an aberration, not the front edge of a tie. Of course. Right? Uh, right? I mean, we, we could all see it. Clay, yes. it would be fun. We could write the DNC talking yes, point talking statements points. beforehand yes. and then like put them in a vault and Spin then read, zone. Them, read them on air because we would know exactly how they're going to try to spin this thing. But I, I think it's very challenging for them because, remember, Youngkin – is a guy who was he was supposed to lose and lose by a lot, right? Yep. He was a guy that wasn't supposed to have a real chance. And what is it? Why do we all know his name? Why do we? Because of the issue of parents and education and the school system, which immediately has national ramifications, and more so now than in a long time. Because yeah, we talk about Loudoun County and the and the the uh, the mom rebellion against all this. It's not just moms, but it's dads too, and yes. grandparents who have custody of the you know taking care of the kids, the guardians, all that. But or aunts, uncles, you name it. Uh, but beyond that, the education issue feels particularly national, and also people are sensitive to it now because schools were shut down. Yes. So we all hold on a second. That's a betrayal of kids in the public school system across the country. The schools never should have been shut down for COVID. Certainly not in you know last fall or in you know, last fall when they were still doing it, which was crazy. And then beyond that, people know now more. About and I've heard anecdotally about this where a mom or a dad, it's usually the dads actually that would hear this and get really angry from what I understand. They'd hear some of the stuff that kids were being taught because they were on the Zoom classes at home and maybe the dad and the mom were. Remember, it's not just the kids at home. It's that both parents Everybody were was at isolated home too in the because house. of because yes. of remote working and they hear something and go, what kind of crazy crap are you teaching my kids? 
That has been a nationwide phenomenon, and that's why the Virginia situation feels like it is the battleground for this national-level issue. Well, and I think what the storyline is going to be, and we'll close out the show talking about this and the importance for everybody out there who may be in Virginia and why you need to go vote and the message you need to send, this has been a persuadable issue for people who are open to supporting either side. We talk a lot about it on the show, Buck. you got 40% of people who believe that Dr. Fauci is a saint and that everything he has said is correct and the woke universe all connects and overlaps there. 40% are convinced, and I believe you're correct, that he is an imbecile and he has led the country into an awful place with lockdowns and shutdowns. you got 20% that are the persuadable middle part of the country. And I think the persuadables are all right now breaking in the direction of Glenn Youngkin. I got my fingers crossed. I'm going to have a beverage of my choice, maybe an old-fashioned, if Glenn Youngkin knocks this one out. And I try not to drink that much during the week, that much. If we've learned anything since 2020, it's there's nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. Over 20 years ago, Dr. Dennis Black of Texas, he invented Texas Superfood, the original superfood. We met Dr. Black years and years ago, and we found out that he has 55 vine-ripened fruits, vegetables, plus probiotic and digestive enzymes. We can build our body's defense from the inside out. We also learned immune system's job is to detect, deflect, and destroy bacteria you come in contact with. And we know Texas Superfood boosts your immune system better than anything on the market. Your grandma told you to eat fruits and veggies, but how many out there aren't doing it? That's why you need Texas Superfood for 20 years. They've been hooking people up. Buck, how can you take advantage of this incredible offer? It's so easy. You can start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day, and you should, because if you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and veggies... Texas Superfood was made for you. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash buck. Again, that website is TexasSuperfood.com slash buck. Recall 855-TEXAS-55. The phone number, again, start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. It's so easy, so important to do this. 855-TEXAS-55. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. 
Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another healthcare provider. Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. It has to be education. I mean, my opponent clearly stated that he doesn't think that parents should have a role in their children's education and the government should be put between parents and their children. And of course, in Virginia, part of our law is that parents have a fundamental right to make decisions with regards to their kids' education. And I'm on the side of parents and children and teachers. And I think this is this has become the big issue in this race. But it also just gets back to kitchen table issues, low taxes, uh, communities that have less crime. We need a, we need a job market that's growing and not and not stalled out. And of course, we need our kids to have great schools. And it's these local issues. It's these issues that every evening around the kitchen table families are talking about or even around that kitchen table after a midnight shift that have Virginians hearts. And that's why we're surging in the polls. And that's why we expect to win today. You've been waiting for a year to be able to throw some punches back, to be able to send a message, to be able to once more storm the breaches of absurdity in the Democratic Party. This is your opportunity. If you're listening to us right now in Virginia, if you're listening to us right now in New Jersey, you need to get out and vote. And the message, Buck, that could be sent in Virginia in particular, a state that was won by 10 points by Joe Biden in 2020, we're talking about a 12 or a 13-point swing in the space of a year from the Democratic side to the Republican side. We are close to sending shockwaves all throughout the American body politic and letting so many different states and communities out there know that you too can find a way to fight back for your country and take back and fight back against this absurdity. It may be interesting how, well, obviously we have to see if this actually happens. Yes. I, I believe, Clay was asking in the in the, uh, in the commercial. You're right nervous to make a prediction. We're, yeah. we're both, you know, Clay's, he likes to bet, he likes to put it down. I have had to, in recent years, take more than my fair share of my conservative media colleagues out for, you know, expensive steak dinners here yes. in New York because I say, oh, so that's not going to happen. And, you know, I'll, I'll make the on-air bet. So I'll, I'll just say this right now. I do believe 
it's going to be very close. I do not think this is going to be a big swing for I when I say and of course it's all relative, right? I mean, a four point victory would be like a side, you know, that'd be a big yeah. victory given what we've been seeing in the pollings here, four or five points. I think you're gonna be it's gonna be like a you know, a a fifty two forty eight situation. I'm sorry. No, that would be four points. It'll be a two point margin. Fifty one forty nine is what you're saying. I'm going fifty two forty eight Yunkin wins. Wow, look at you are. You're calling the shot. Upper deck, Travis. You're a madman. I'm I'm saying I'm saying he's gonna win by four points, which would be a fourteen point swing. And let me just be clear about this, because people are gonna clip it if he loses and it's like fifty one forty nine the other way. We want to win, right? Uh, in the immortal words of uh, who was the coach you play to win? Uh, who was it? Jim Mora. You play to win the game, right? I think it was uh, you play to win the game. We want to win, right? Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, this being as tight as it is, right? An it's, eight it's or nine points. We swing. win even if we don't win yes. at some level, is what you're of course, I don't look, like that's... moral victories, but an eight or nine point swing, even if McAuliffe were to barely fight his way to this victory, um, that would be a incredible swing, what it represents across the nation. What what'll be interesting again is if if the Democrats take a lesson from this that will perhaps be and this makes me sad to say but perhaps to their benefit going into the midterm election which is you really do have to run on issues and not just on narrative right when i say narrative it's trump january 6 and everything is racist that's the that's the lazy basic democrat narrative for winning elections in their minds and that's a lot of what terry mcauliffe has been doing that may After this, depending on how this shakes out, no longer be viewed as the path. Let's remember, it actually was Democrats in the first midterm against Trump. They went very heavy on health care. And, you know, they did pretty well, all things considered, in that midterm election because they vote. Now, we could talk about the things they said about health care not being true and everything else. But the point is, they went on issues this time around. This could be almost a, a warning for Democrats that makes them a little bit savvier at the at the top down strategy level for how they approach the midterms because Donald Trump is the boogeyman and January 6th could happen again any day that works for the CNN audience i think what we're going to see in virginia i hope i'd even say i predict is that what we see is it not working that people come out to cast their votes because they want things to happen or not happen that affect them that matter to them and you know remember when you're talking about Virginia, I mean, they're right next door to D.C., and so the January 6th thing, you know, looms large in northern Virginia. A lot of other places in that state, though, people are going to say, what? I care about schools. I care about the economy. I, I care about the stuff that matters to me my family every day. And Youngkin has been speaking. That's why I brought up the DMV point. He's been speaking to that stuff that actually affects people. By the way, Herm Edwards said you play to win the game. So swing and a miss by me there, and also by Dub, who fed me the line. So 0 for 2, both of us got the sports analogy wrong there. Only thing better, Buck, would have been if you'd been like, hey, I think it was actually Herm Edwards who said that, and you'd blown us both up with getting a sports analogy wrong. What we need to make sure we have tomorrow, here's what I want. I want Democratic excuses, a mashup that we can play if Young can wins. Right, the spin zone that the Democrats are going to put this out there, it's going to be so glorious to hear them on CNN and MSNBC. The first thing they're going to say is, "Well, people are going to forget about this." 
The Virginia election a year from now is no big deal. People will forget about it. That'll be number one of the top te- talk. What, what's your favorite spin zone, Buck? Second one will be they will throw Terry McAuliffe to the wolves oh, yeah. as soon as these numbers. Oh. He ran an awful campaign. This is about him. It's not about Republicans versus Democrats. It's Youngkin versus McAuliffe, and he was awful, and he was out of touch. They'll throw him to the wolves. Uh, they'll also say they'll say that this is a a white backlash. Yes, that that racism won here. I mean, they, you know all the ugly things that they will say. Because otherwise they'd have to deal with the fact that the, you know, having Randy Weingarten of the American Federation of Teachers speaking to a lot of people right now, it's like you're elevating the 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 problem as the yes. solution. It's not even like you don't have the right. You're elevating the actual thing that's causing the, the issues, which are teachers unions here and the way that that education has become so dominated by the left. And, and all you have to do is poke at it just a little bit. You poke at that political and indoctrination stranglehold that the left has on education. They get very upset. Clay, why is that? Well, it's because they need this to win elections. They know that. Also, we will hear Trump still owns the Republican Party. This is uh, that they'll try to argue, even though McAuliffe has tried to make this a Trump. You know, they'll get they, they get lazy with their analogies. And so they need to hit the Trump button to basically rile up the masses. And the more substantive impact that I'm actually curious to see, what does this do for infrastructure and for the Build Back Better bill on Capitol Hill? Because I think this, if if Youngkin lose, wins, I think it in, enables Joe Manchin to hit the pause button on here for a long time on the idea that we need a major, massive expansion of the federal government. Because he'll argue... The masses in the country are with him. This will give him some cover. I really do think that's the most significant national outcome. Deal quite a blow to the crazy left in the process. It's getting to be a rough time out there for the American Bolsheviks. I got to say, they're they're having this. They're having sad days. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, <laughs> get ahead of ourselves. Fingers crossed. We got Yes. Come on, Big Glenn. Glenn's got to come through. Get Glenn your needs to dunk in. for freedom. Get out there, Virginia. Get your votes in. You matter. You can send a massive message. We'll be discussing, debating it tomorrow. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 